So what if you're single? You're never alone in the single soul circle. Join us as we hear from singles who will inspire you and help you face the unique challenges and opportunities of the single life. I'm your host, Heidi Fry. I'm excited to have my friend Tanya Luther join me in the single soul circle today. Tanya is a very inspirational single woman, and she's going to talk today a little bit more about her journey of hiking every day. She'll talk about what it felt like when she completed one year of hiking every day. Those were tears of victory. We'll hear what Tanya learned on her journey. I just got how important it is to stay in action and how important it is to recognize where you come from and where you're going. We'll hear how hiking changed Tanya's life. They don't even recognize me anymore. And you'll hear how Tanya inspired others. I got really clear that I was inspiring other people, but I don't think that they realized how much they were inspiring me. Welcome, Tanya, and thanks for joining me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. And to start us out, could you tell me more about how you decided to make the commitment to hike every day? It was um, kind of on the fly. Like I, I started, it was Christmas Eve and I was hiking and I was basically having a conversation in my head with God. And I, I want, I wanted peace in my heart, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was asking like, cause it's Christmas Eve. So it's like, what do I want for Christmas? And I was like, oh, you know what? I want consistent peace in my heart. And like there was something inside of me that said, come out and visit me here on the, in the mountains every day. I didn't realize it'd be a full year. And then it'd be, now I'm on my fourth year. I didn't realize that because it's been, there's been times that it's been really hard to get out there. And I actually didn't realize how much of a gift I would be given. I just kind of did it like, like when, he, when I heard that inside my heart, just come out here there wasn't a time frame like for a week or for a year or anything. So I just kind of started and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do this. And then I, I decided I was like, Oh, I'm going to do it for a year. And then I was going to stop and I haven't stopped actually. That's so amazing. Such a, such a beautiful commitment and being able to do that for four years. So when you first started out, did you find it difficult or, you know, was it fun? What kind of different emotions did you go through? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Absolutely all of them. <laughs> I like, I love, okay, so I love the outdoors, mm-hmm. but g- doing it every day, that's a, that's a discipline. Right. You know, um, I found it exciting and then I found it overwhelming and then I was like, is this an, is this an addiction? You know, <laughs> like I had to think about why I was doing what I was doing and um, I resisted it. I had people in my life that directly sabotaged it indirectly, you know, like they wouldn't take me seriously. Like they would say that they were going to meet me hiking and then they'd want to do something else or I don't know, just different things. And Along the way, actually the first year, I remember this really specifically, I met quite a few people. I'm actually a lot quieter now when I hike. I mean, I'll say, I'll say hello and stuff, but I really like my time on the mountain and I don't have, I don't listen to music. I usually just bring water and my dog. 
So the first, I would have to say the first year was very challenging because there were things that I had to get rid of in order to do this. Mm-hmm. And so like I had to get rid of a conversation in my head that I couldn't do it, that I wasn't physically able, like it would wear me out. The dangers, like, is it da- it's too dangerous? Is it an addiction? You know, and then I, I had to get really solid with why, why am I doing this? And I actually, this is interesting because physically it's definitely been rewarding, right. but I'm actually doing it for my soul healing, my soul development and my soul strength. And I didn't, I wasn't that clear on that. You know, I actually um, didn't realize that, that deep of a understanding the first year, like I, other people saw the rewards that was happening to me. Like I was calm. I was getting calmer. I had more focus. I have more patience. I'm an easier person for people to be around now. Cause I, I noticed like I would get nervous before, but now that it's like, now that I have the hiking, it's very intentional. So it centers my mind, my body, and my spirit. It's one of the easiest ways for me. Cause I think that there's people it's easy for me to see someone that's their mind is like really clear and sharp, but they're physically, they're not clear mm-hmm. and they're not centered with their body. They're not in touch with their body. And then the other one that's interesting is their heart. It's like, where did their heart go? Their heart never showed up. Wow. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's the heart is actually in your smile and it's actually in the way you stand. Hmm. Like you, your smile and your stand, and um, I don't know. It's almost like owning yourself. I, yeah. it's kind of interesting because you can, like, um, or I can, I can really feel someone's heart before they even, like, come near me, or if they're mad, <laughs> if they're angry, or if they're if they're depressed, or if they're sad. So. So back, I'm going to, I want to circle around because I want to make sure that I said this really clearly is I had every single emotion show up in this hiking. There were some hikes that I cried the entire hike. There were some hikes that I actually ran the entire hike. I was so full of so much energy. And then there were some hikes that like, I just did not want to be there. And I realized how, how much you know, as human beings, we don't necessarily take care of ourselves very well. I'm very, very grateful that I've continued to hike. And I'm very grateful that I don't have people in my circle, my immediate circle. I I only have people in my immediate circle that support like me being up to good things, like up to bettering myself, and they're very kind and gentle on my on me. And actually what's interesting is they usually research hikes. Like if I go visit someone, they'll take me on a hike. Oh, that's so fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah. And it's so it's simple. It's so simple. Oh, that's the other thing I discovered is there's this term where I, I say walk gently, walk gently on this earth. By hiking, I'm learning how to walk gently on this earth. And I actually didn't realize how much I did walk gently on this earth. For instance, like I just watched a documentary about a gentleman that he walked all of the streets in New York, in the the suburbs of New York. And he said something by his walking, life itself is a miracle. And by my hiking, I actually see things like I, I did listen to music when I first started. 
I was very distracted and I can see things I didn't realize that others couldn't see, like the animals, the, um, the little creatures. What's another thing? Oh, the, the beauty of the flowers, the beauty of like the plants, the cactuses. But I've hiked, like I've hiked around the United States. Whenever I travel, I still go out and explore. It was having faith. Like I would check in with myself because I did tell myself if it, it, you know, if I need to stop, stop. Yeah, I think it's neat because when I, when I thought about your commitment to hiking, I think the first thing in my mind is kind of the the physical of oh gosh, that's a big commitment to do that every day. I think of you know both being able to do it physically and then getting getting past the other distractions of, oh, I want to do this other thing instead, or, you know, I don't feel like it today. It's too hot. It's too cool. But just all the other things that you talked about with it being, you know, about your soul, about your heart, and just the different lessons that you can learn from, I think, each hike is really, mm-hmm. I think, inspiring to me and something I didn't, I didn't really think about when I first heard about, you know, the commitment that you were making to that. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that. Oh, you know, I have another thing is, is I actually, cause, um, like getting a cold or say you have like some type of surgery or some type of procedure and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Cause I, you know, like I've hiked even when I'm not feeling well, but I don't go very far. You know, I just go out there cause nature actually heals you. There's something about being out there. Like in the summer here, I don't go out in the middle of the day. I go out first thing in the morning. I actually, my preference is to go with the sun. There is something about rising with our sun. And we live in, we live in Phoenix. And so 90, what, 95% of the time, it's a sunny day. (laughs) (laughs) And being able to do the sunrise hike with you last week, I really felt that. And I haven't, done a lot of hikes. I feel like I go hiking when family comes into town to visit and then I kind of forget how amazing it is and I don't do it until I get reminded. And And so being able to do that last week with you just really reminded me of, you know, the beauty, the peace, and then, you know, getting to talk with you was really inspiring and had me thinking about all these great things. Thank you so So. much. Yeah, I really, I loved hiking with you. I was like, when you were were there waiting for me to get my spot, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad she gets to see the sunrise. But, oh, that's the other thing that I learned is we have like love languages Out of hiking every day, I've actually learned about myself because I always thought like my love language was service and gifts and stuff. And actually my love language is quality time. I love, absolutely, hands down, love to be just the relationship, you know, just hang out and have a cup of coffee and hike and enjoy, you know, whoever like the group of people or what have you. And then the words of affirmation. And I I didn't realize how much I really enjoy like someone saying good morning, or they just, they'll say, you know, like you have a great smile and watching people hike and their relationship with each other. Most of the people that are out there hiking with another person, they're so good to each other. You can tell like if it's family, you know, like the kids, the mom and dad, are taking the kids, girlfriends are hanging out, like a bunch of dudes are going together, or there's a mix of people. And I've actually had them um, ask me to pray for them because 
Some of them realize that I'm actually meditating up there. This is actually my time to start my day, to live intentionally. And, you know, like there's a saying, I think Einstein says it about you either view the world like the world's an icky world or you view the world like the world's going to take care of you. And so I think I had more of the icky world. And since I've been hiking, my eyes have been opened up to how kind the world is. I mean, I'm not naive. There's, you know, like I do have to be concerned about my safety. There are times that there's things, you know, like you just have to be aware though. However, overall, it's absolutely amazing what's out there. It is so incredibly amazing. And the people, they'll ask me what I'm doing. So I'll teach them, I'll teach them about meditation, mindfulness, intentionality. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's very fun. And when we went on our hike, you said a prayer when we were kind of up top for a break. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you talk more about your rituals, both, you know, things you might do when you hike alone or things that you do when you're hiking with others as well? Okay. So when I'm alone, it's pretty much like a meditation time for me. I like check in with my mind, my body and my spirit, you know, to see what's deficient and where I'm really strong. I, as I'm hiking, you know, I'll have a conversation with God and I usually start out with what I'm thankful for. And then um, some of the wishes that I have in life. In the past, I've actually done different prayer books, but I stick with daily word. It's called, um, yeah, daily word. And it's through the Unity Center. And so it's online and it's free for everyone. And so it's basically, it's a Bible verse. And then they, they have like a devotion to the Bible verse. I'll read it to myself. And then I'll, what I do is I get to a point at my hike and then I usually sit on a rock. Now this I do because I love Phoenix, uh, you know, but I actually do it when, you know, like if I'm in LA or something, I'll sit down and I'll pray for the people of the town that I'm in. I'll ask for blessings for everyone that, um, that everyone has blessings and that they live, that they learn how to live their highest and best life. It's interesting. Most of the time people, they'll actually circle back around, like say they've gone hiking with me, say, okay, like you and I, Mm -hmm. You and I have gone hiking, and then it's like in a couple months, you'll circle back around and tell me, you'll share with me something that you committed to yourself. And you're like, Tanya, I did, you know, like I did this. Yeah, I was just thinking too about, you know, the conversations that we had. And then I found myself kind of journaling about it. And I think now I'm going to turn that into a blog post. And, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 And, you know, are there any other stories that you have of different impacts that you've had on others since you hiked with them? I have a friend, she lost like 140 pounds. Now this is interesting because I didn't know I was inspiring her. And this is Facebook, the power of Facebook. I'm a Facebook friend of hers and she's friends with my, with friends of mine. So she saw me from their, their Facebook cause they would tag me when we were hiking and then she became my friend and she actually, she started losing the weight and she started hiking and she actually, she came, she circled around and said to me, I was one of the main reasons why she took on taking care of herself. Cause she's like, Tanya, you just made it simple. It's not like, you're not 
out to hike, you know, like I don't need to be the fastest hiker. I don't need to be the hardest hiker. I just need to be out there and in action. Yeah, she looks amazing, you know, and she looks healthy. She's hiking all, you know, she's, she doesn't do it every day. She did do it for like 90 days straight. And she came back to me and said it didn't work for her. And she asked me for feedback. And I said to her, I said, well, you need to do something that inspires you. So she does other things like she likes to go to the gym and stuff like that. But I still find hiking inspirational. Oh, you know, actually the, there was a group of women. It was at the top of Piesta Way. I, th- now this is kind of funny because I, I was kind of envious of them. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I could turn this envy and jealousy around. And I said hello to one of them. And they like, they kind of enveloped me into their little circle of friends. And they were from all over the United States. I'm so glad that I stepped out of my jealousy and envy so that I could see the beauty of, I think there were five women, five women that have known each other since they were teenagers. And they shared that love with me. Now, what I gave them, you know, like they asked me for prayer and stuff like that. And I've actually heard back from them because like I, you know, like they'll Facebook me or, or Instagram me or something. They inspired me to stand solidly, you know, even because, you know, I'm, you know, that's the thing is, is jealousy, envy, anger, disappointment. You know, those are part of the emotional spectrum. You can't just always be happy and everything's just, you know, like cool. I was really shocked that I was that aware of how much envy I had for them, that they were having such a good time. And I was like, I want a friend like that. And then I was thinking, well, wait a second. I have friends like that. Now this one was good. I have met some kind, I've met some pretty famous people. I met this gentleman. He's a singer and he was hiking and I kept seeing him on this one hike and he inspired me, but I inspired him to keep his life simple, you know, and keep it healthy. And so like when he goes and travels around the United States and the world, cause he's actually global, you know, I was like, you know, put something inside there, like for your own prayer and meditation. So that was cool. Very fun. So looking back at that year, so once you finished the year and did you do anything to celebrate? How did you reflect on that one year journey when you reached that? Um, I went through my Facebook posts to make sure that I realized what I had just done. And I went right back to the mountain that I started on, which was Echo. So it was the west side of Camelback. And I hiked it and I didn't realize I would cry the entire time. It, those were tears of victory. You know how like they say that, you know, you should be in competition with yourself. Tomorrow morning should be like a better Tanya, the better version of Tanya, like the best version of myself. That's my, you know, like that's our highest goal in life. It, it kind of was overwhelming. The other thing, and this is interesting, is it's like to receive um, acknowledgments, to receive the Atta girls and to be inspirational, you kind of need to be vulnerable. Because, you know, they say like, if you give and you don't receive, like that's kind of like a martyr. So at the end of the year, I got really clear that I was inspiring other people. But I don't think that they realized how much they were inspiring me. 
I, th- I would say it's called like humility or humbleness, like how much we're connected. Like hiking has made it so clear to me how much we, um, we're just a bunch of people. That's all we are. Because I don't ask, like I've hiked with some pretty famous people. I've hiked with some not famous people. But on the mountain, we're just a bunch of hikers, you know? And then, you know, we got our hiking boots on. We got our shorts and our T-shirt and maybe a hat and a cup of water. And then you ask them their name and you're like, oh, I didn't know that's who you were. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, whoa, hold on. (laughs) And like, there's this one dude, he's an executive here in town and he hikes Echo every single morning. And he's like, I'm, he's kind of a big deal. And I'm like, I, and he always says hello to me. We always visit. He's probably a better boss because he is out there. The year what I got, I just got how important it is to stay in action and how important it is to recognize where you've come from and where you're going. Like it's a, it's a self-reflection. I am so like, I, well, I know this. I, I think that people, they don't even recognize me anymore. You know, I still have bad days. I'm peaceful. My bad day comes, but there's peace. There's always peace in there you know, um, and I know that it's going to go away because it's kind of like, you know, there's a rainy day, you know, you got to have a rainy day. So, um, yeah, I did. And, and I'm, I'm almost finished on the fourth year. I would definitely say that like my, my first year was pretty much all about me, you know, and then like these last years have been more about how much we are connected, how much we're, we're never really alone in life, you know, you know, and it's, it's hard because sometimes, you know, as human beings, we have, we have that mind, that monkey mind chatter. And the reason why I keep bringing it up is because my, the first year, basically hiking the monkey, the monkey in my head was pretty strong. And now that I'm in my fourth year, I, I definitely have more discipline around that monkey in my head. I mean, it's still kind of, you know, sometimes that, negative self-talk gets the best of me, but most days my heart is winning. Like I'm definitely, I'm kind to myself. I can, I can talk myself through difficult situations and then I can be a contribution to someone else. Oh, and I also learned boundaries because I had a tendency to want to fix everyone. Like if someone came to me with a problem, I would like fix it. And I think the hiking has done this for me is that I, cause I know that everyone's got their own journey and my biggest thing in life, if, if they're in my space or in my communication or my hiking is to let them know that they've got this thing called life, you know, that they can do this. So if somebody's thinking about making a commitment, whether it's hiking every day or something else to kind of challenge themselves. Do you have any advice on kind of how to stick with it and make it meaningful? I do actually do something, check in with yourself and do something that works for you. Not what works for society, not like what's the latest trend or like do something that when you think about it, it actually sounds, it it calls to you. And make it simple. Yeah, make it, make it so you can actually win. You know? um, and it could be like 
you know, maybe you don't read and you need to start reading. If someone wants to start something, oh, that's the other thing. And believe in yourself. You know, the thing I've learned is like, I do, I can do this. I'm strong enough. I have the tenacity. And when I don't do it, I'm kind to myself. I have a level of self-compassion. So that's the other thing is, is when you start something, if you start something and you just, you berate yourself, that's not growth. You know, if you're starting something that you've never done, there's a fear, you know, a failure. So I would recommend that you have a conversation with yourself about that fear of failing Mm -hmm. because I think the biggest failure is people that they, they had all these dreams and they never did one of them. It's kind of interesting because I didn't even realize that this was a dream, but I love the outdoors. I like, this is like the perfect place for me is outside and just enjoying. There's nowhere to go. There's, you know, there's nowhere to get to. I, it's just enjoying. So I would say, make it simple, something that's absolutely doable, like intentionally put it in your, your schedule and then build on it and, and reflect, you know, give yourself, you know, pat yourself on the back because it's hard. I mean, behaviors are the hardest thing to modify. Very true. Thank you for that great advice. And anything else that you wanted to share about your journey that I haven't asked? You know, we haven't really talked about like the hikes where I've gone and stuff like that. I really mix them up sometimes. And sometimes I hike like down by a creek or what have you. And that's the fun part about it. I get to explore. It's kind of like an exploration. So um, yeah, I just wanted to share that part is like that the mountain there's something about getting to the top of a mountain. So yeah, it's the top of, it's like the peak or something. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to go thousands of miles away (laughs) and spend tons of money. (laughs) That's the other thing. This is one, this has probably been one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. And financially it's cost me the least. I never thought about it that way, but very true. That <laughs> is, is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I have my my quick six questions oh, okay. if you have time yeah. for that. Yeah, absolutely. All, right. Yeah. All right. Okay. For the out-of-town trails that you've done, what was your favorite out-of-town trail? Oh, Wyoming. It was a it was a trail in Wyoming and it, it started at a really high elevation and we it's like we climbed into a canyon and there were these waterfalls that were amazing. And do you have any dream trails that you still want to visit that are out of town? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to make you spend money now, right? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I totally want to do. Okay. I think it's called Walk in the Woods. It's the Appalachian Trails and it was a movie. It's a book and a movie. I think Robert Redford was in it. I want to do parts of the Appala- Appalachian Trails back east. Very cool. When you meet someone you're attracted to, what do you first notice about them? Oh, you know what? It's actually changed since I've been hiking. It's their heart. Like there's something like just like I just met a man and I'm attracted to him. And it was really interesting because he just had the sweetest smile. And he he just was, um, it wasn't necessarily like physical. I mean, he's a handsome, I consider him handsome, but he wasn't like 6'5 and super buff an athlete or anything like that. It was the way he carried himself. What I'm attracted to in a person is that they, it's like you can tell that they own who they are. There's something about, since I've been hiking, 
it's really gotten, I've gotten clarity about who people are. And so the attraction that I have for people, and I, this is how I say it, is I'm attracted to someone's soul. If I can see your soul and my soul likes your soul, then we have, <laughs> then we can, then we can have a great conversation. Do you have a favorite book, podcast, or TED Talk that you would recommend to our listeners? Oh my gosh, I, I'm totally into Jay Shetty right now. Shetty, S-H-E-T-T-Y. He's amazing. We'll put a link in the show notes for that as well. Uh, what is one thing that brought you joy this week? <laughs> my birthday party last night. <laughs> <laughs> I had, so I have a gentleman that I have a forever crush on and he came to my party and he actually met my children, which they're grown men. He's like, I didn't know you had kids, <laughs> let alone <laughs> grown men children. But he gave me a gift and it's a, now this is kind of interesting because it's an original piece of art. Oh, wow. It's a really nice one. He goes, Tanya, it's a really nice piece of art. Make sure you take care of this. And it's the tree of life. And I love the tree of life. And like, I don't know if he realizes how, like he, how spot on he was. So I actually confessed to him last night that I, his, his nickname is my forever crush. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> there's some good vulnerability. I know, I know. <laughs> he he kind of liked that. <laughs> All right. Can't wait to hear more on our next. I know. <laughs> All right. And the last question if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Mm, I would say that it is so incredibly important to take care of your soul and check in with yourself and just like be so intentional about what your soul wants and do it. I, I personally think it's a relationship with God, but I would say more, it's just about our heart, you know, like our heart and our soul that it's alive and expressed in this world. Thank you so much for taking the You're time to, to be in the circle today and oh, share all of it. your wonderful wisdom and great advice. What you're doing is awesome. I absolutely love it. Thank you, Tanya, for sharing your journey of hiking every day and the lessons you've learned. And for our listeners, I'd like to challenge you to make a commitment to yourself. And as Tanya said, you know, it doesn't have to be hiking. Maybe you want to read more. Maybe you want to try meditation, figuring out something that will inspire you and something that might be a little challenging, but also realistic. And if you're willing to share your commitment with us, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash single soul circle and share your commitment. And we can be supportive of each other there. Thank you for listening to the Single Soul Circle podcast. If you'd like to be a guest or have an idea for a guest, email me at singlesoulcircle at gmail.com and be sure to check out our blog at singlesoulcircle.com. Thank you.